Welcome, family, to the Kumi Valdez podcast, Arise from the Valley. I am Daniel Price, and I'm with my beautiful co-host, Dr. Kish Kumi Price. Uh, today, we want to start off talking about careers in marriage, careers in marriage and the balance that it takes to be able to um, have those careers and still be able to take care of family and still be able to take care of each other. So, you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. All right. So... Uh, one of the first things that we want to touch on would would be create boundaries because everything in a marriage and with everything that we've been talking about so far has been talking about creating boundaries and um, setting expectations for each other. So let's touch on uh, creating boundaries a little bit in our careers mm-hmm. um, and also in our marriage. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So one of the things I think we learned early on <laughs> about creating boundaries is really having boundaries in your work so that when you come home, you're not bleeding everything work into home and family life. Now, that sounds a little weird when you think about the state that we were in for about two years or some some still, I mean, I think it's still bleeding over a little bit from the pandemic and working at home, remote work, Sometimes it's really difficult to create those boundaries yeah. when you're working from But it's all the more important to do it because you end up in a space. I know for me, I was highly stressed when um, all of a sudden I had to work from home full time because I had been able to, in my mind anyway, successfully compartmentalize work and try to keep work at work Um I was grateful for the times when I had uh, long commutes because then I could really just process everything and kind of recalibrate on the ride. So if you don't have that and then everything is right there at the same time, it makes it a little difficult. How did (laughs) you? you (laughs) It does. It does. It does. Um, I know one of the things that during that time period of working working full time from home that, you know, we was trying to figure out with our little one. Yes. You know, with our little one, how we were going to uh, be able to manage him while right. working from home. And then yes. my job allowed for us to go back. Right. Um, so it was that was a difficult time where I would take him to work with me sometimes. Yeah. And then, you know, so so you can be able to conduct meetings. Right. You know, your meetings, your online meetings and things like that. So yeah. I would take him to work for a couple of hours and then she would come back and get him and or yes. she would bring him and drop him off. So we was trying to create um, a situation to where we both could be able to do our jobs and yeah. have, you know, have our careers and still take care of business and still take care of family during that time period. Cause that was a rough time period for a lot of people. I'm pretty sure it was a rough time period for a lot of people, um, especially working, working from home during the pandemic and, and raising a family at the same time, because a lot of schools weren't open and a lot of schools weren't open and then jobs weren't open as well. Right. But beyond that, uh, one of the things that you said, the long commutes, mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed my commute as well mm-hmm. because it gave me time to, kind of debrief, mm-hmm. um, relax a little bit, yeah. get get the stress of what I just went through at work off. Right. So I kind of I kind of enjoyed that that commute for myself as well. Mm-hmm. Um it, it just to me it gave me a time, it gave me time period to just refocus. Mm-hmm. You know, to refocus, to get yeah. myself back to a place of 
All right, now it's time to go home. Work is done. Going home. Now spend time with the kids and, and things like that. So that was one of the things that I enjoyed about my uh, commute as well. So, you know, it's something too, I think, that I noticed that you do that I appreciate with, you know, sometimes work is not nine to five. So it yeah. can, you know, intersect in your evenings and um, definitely with your profession. But I know that you're very conscious of the divide, right? So uh, I will hear him on the phone, you know, having a conversation or uh, an important call and he will make it a point to, you know, wrap up the call in a way that is focused on, you know, this is my time, you know, with family or whatever. And, um, you know, let me give you a call back. My son just came in the room and wants to play or, you know, something like that. Like he makes that clear. And, um, you know, and I think that's because you've created your own personal boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. So because that those calls can last all day. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so those calls can last yeah. for a long time. So I just wanted to. One thing for me is family is big for me. Yes. So I, I want to be able to spend time with family and just enjoy family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, like, I don't hesitate to get off, mm-hmm. to get off the phone. Um, and and I try my best to create those boundaries of, look, I'm at home, this family time. Now, if I do have to get on get on certain calls, I will tell you, like, yes. okay, I have to make a couple Great. of calls yeah. uh, around this time period mm-hmm. or something like that. So just to give you a heads up, I, I try to do that um, to make sure that, whatever we have planned or if you got something planned that you haven't really just said yet, mm-hmm. you're kind of just thinking about it to let you know that there is something else on the table right. that I might have to do. So um, I try to, I try to create those boundaries um, mm-hmm. a lot and I try to be effective at it. Sometimes I'm not as effective mm-hmm. uh, because sometimes I forget to say, Hey, I got the, this particular thing to do during this time period. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I try my best to, to just separate everything as much as possible because you got to have time for family. Mm-hmm. That just really good. And so uh, that that basically just moves me to the to the next thing I want to talk about is you know work life balance. You know <laughs> really have a work life balance, um, and and plan around that. Yeah. You know really plan your career and have a work life balance. That's one of the things that I feel like because of my profession and what. Our kids are in in sports, mm-hmm. some in basketball and, mm-hmm. and others in uh, volleyball, that my work-life balance is is basically easy mm-hmm. because I, I, I coach mm-hmm. and they're in sports and they're in basketball. So it, we I can kind of interact with them a whole lot more mm-hmm. during different time periods. Um, for you, what is work-life balance to you? I think it's a figment of our imagination. (laughs) That's what I think. I mean, it sounds good to me. It always sounds, you know, like heavenly to think that you can balance work and life. Uh, But it really, to me, it's not a balance. It's really just more of a, a recognition of your priorities. Like you have to be clear about your priorities. Like you mentioned family first. So Family always, you know, will supersede um, work in terms of, you know, if there's an emergency, then I have to tend to my family, you know, over a work emergency. But that 
I think we all struggle with that in terms of what what that actually looks like. What does that mean for um, the health of your family, the health of your your job or career? And you know, I think I've always been inclined to. I, I will say I'm a rule follower, right? Like I, I'm. There are rules in place for a reason. There are boundaries in place for a reason. And um, we we have to make sure that we have our own rules or guidance of, of how we conduct business for our family, which is why I, I don't really see it as a work-life balance necessarily. It's more so how are you prioritizing? How are you ensuring that you're tending to the needs of your family and tending to the needs of your career, your business? Yeah, I mean, but, you know... But I don't see, I guess, I know I'm getting caught up on the name, but I really don't see the balance part of it. Well, I think there's a, I see it. I think there's a balance part of yeah. it. I think work is work is work. And when I, when I clock out, I'm done. Like yeah. that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, and I think. You I think, say that though, but you're not that way because you'll, you'll say clock out, but you'll still be thinking and you know what I mean? Like. We could be in our family time, right. but then it'll be something that's work related that kind of comes up. And I don't feel like that's a bad thing, right? Because right. it's well, well, it's not a bad thing. And and again, so I I believe and I and I think that what has happened is everyone just has taken their work home with them. Yes. And so I agree. jobs and careers, your job, your job and your career. Mm-hmm starts to follow you home mm-hmm. and it's following everybody home. And so they, it, it has become this, to me, it has become this thing of that you're still working. Like you, mm-hmm. you still have to do work. You still have to do work, even though you're home. And I don't think a lot of companies and I don't think a lot of jobs take that into consideration mm-hmm. because they want you that it's like, you're trying to meet, meet these demands and these quotas and things like that. So you're constantly taking things home that you can never get done at mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. So now, now those, that job goes into your family time. Then you is less time for your family and mm-hmm. things like that. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, there is a work-life balance. So like I said, when I clock out, I'm, I'm, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like I try not, I try my best not to deal with mm-hmm. anything outside of once I get to the house, because mm-hmm. now my priority is a little different, mm-hmm. you know, my career, I I miss some things because of my career. Mm-hmm. Like I might miss some of the kids' games. I might I might have to be on my phone watching it, you know, on my phone watching mm-hmm. their games live stream or something because I'm away. Mm-hmm. So uh, the biggest thing for me is trying to figure out and you know that work life balance. So when I'm home, I'm home. I'm trying to I'm trying to relax. I'm trying to enjoy myself. I'm trying to enjoy my kids, my you, my wife, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, still try to find time for my brothers and my brother and my sister and my mom and mm-hmm. and my friends that call and, and want to just yeah. cut up on the phone. So, you yeah. know, um, to me, I think the work work life balance is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have that balance because you like that stuff will stress you out. Mm-hmm. And as, as we know, stress is the number one killer. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got to you got to be able to really just shut things off. And, and just and just move move past. Yeah, and just a quick story about why that's important. And I've shared this before, but um, during that period of time, I remember feeling very stressed out because I'm also an overachiever, 
And because the work demand seemed to be greater, not, I don't even know. I mean, it was something that I know I felt. I don't know about everybody else, but I felt the demand became greater because there was a greater need. And it really had to do with the line of work that I was in, but it took a toll on my body. Like I lost hair. Like I had, you remember that? So I remember too. (laughs) Listen, that is not the excuse. (laughs) But yeah, I I did. So I ended up big chopping and he ended up cutting my hair off for me. But, uh, and just starting all over because it was, I realized that that's what it was. I went, you know, to the doctor trying to figure out what's going on and it was stress. Right. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Stress, stress will kill you, man. (laughs) So, you know, um, well, I guess that, you know, that would lead into the next, the next point I want to make. And that's, um, like making wise career choices. Yes. You know, and everybody's passionate about something. And so- my passion is basketball and helping others, um, helping youth achieve mm-hmm. their goals in life through basketball, mm-hmm. right? And I, so I have a passion to help the under underprivileged, um, the not as skilled mm-hmm. um, players. So that is that is my passion to be able to help them mm-hmm. um, achieve the things that they dream about, mm-hmm. right? So I know I've been through that in my life, not having um, someone to someone there to be as supportive like my, like my dad. So my passion has always been a, been to give back. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know your passion is to to help the um, help the community wherever we are. You know what I'm saying? So that is your passion. So can you kind of talk about um your career choices, making us making the right career choices mm-hmm. as far as um, being able to still manage a family at the same time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, you know, I think it's easier when you have when your kids are older because you can have conversations about the choices that you're making and talk to them about how it may impact um, them. Right. Because if we we are completely delusional, if we think that the work that we do doesn't impact our kids. Right. It does. And so, um, you know, that's something that I've adopted is to have those conversations. This is something that I'm thinking about. This is what this would mean. You know, it could, just like in your line of work, you know, it, it could require some extra evenings where I wouldn't be able to be available to, you know, get to the games or take you to practice and that kind of thing. So those are things that we, I know we've had conversations as a family when we're making those uh, changes in our lives, because we know it's not just us. It doesn't just impact us. It impacts the whole unit. Right. So when it comes for me, so when it comes to me making the the choice of my career, Mm -hmm. um, I've taken a lot of different steps. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been full steam ahead in my career where I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm I have been really focused on um getting to where I want to get to. Mm-hmm. And then there are times in my career where I'm like, okay, I'm taking a step back all the way back. You know, all yeah, the way back. Yeah, you have done that. And yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so, you know, I I stepped all the way away from uh collegiate athletics for like a year. Um, and then I went into 
a space of of coaching high school um, basketball because we had just got married. So I was like, well, high school basketball will not be as stressful and it it won't take me away a lot. Mm -hmm. So I went to high school basketball like the second second year we was married. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I went to high school basketball the second year we was married. Um, just because it, it would give me enough time to be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, I want to say based on you sharing that, it is so refreshing, I'll say, to have a partner who understands that you're working together. So even though we may be in different lines of work, different professions, right. we have to discuss what, how our careers will impact our family together. So in being willing to understand that at their different seasons in life, and there may be a time where I need to step back from a role that may be more, um, require more of my time. Right. When you have a role that requires more of your time so that our family is attended to, you know, um, that, I mean, that's just a real thing. No, it is. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, that would be my next point, talking about being supportive of each other's careers. Um, but let me just go back and touch on that a little bit. So when we first got married, so I stepped away from being a, a, a an assistant athletic director at a university when we first got married. Um, and my my thought process behind that was, OK, we're, we're, we're newly married. Your job is taking, you know, you you're commuting right now. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're having to commute about 50 minutes to get to work. Mm-hmm. And so my my thought process was, well, okay, I can take a step back. Let me do some of the things at the house because we are newly married and we have the kids. And I know the kids want to do certain things mm-hmm. um, outside of school. And so I was able to be in a place at that particular point in time to where I could just go right back. I could have went right back to my uh, skill development stuff. And developing players in the evening and one of those things was making sure that the kids were being developed as well because that's that's a basketball or something that they wanted to do and so um having just just having that that opportunity and that time to be able to um support what you were doing and then being able to support the kids at the same time um i think was beneficial for us at that time period mm-hmm. during that time period and then roles started changing because I was just like, okay, high school keeps me here. You know, it keeps me around a little bit. And, but then I'm just like, okay, I'm ready to go back to coach college basketball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that, that was going to take a little bit more of my time. And, and at the same time that you were being supportive of that, you know, I remember you telling me, and you was like, you know, if this is what you really want to do, I don't want to hold you back from doing that. And, and, you know, and I was just like, you know, I really, 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 truly appreciated that because I believe that you could see, mm-hmm. you know, see it on me mm-hmm. that, you know, I was ready to go back to the collegiate game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I think you felt like I wasn't as fulfilled mm-hmm. in what I was doing at the time period. And I think so you being supportive of that and, you know, allowing me to be able to go back to the collegiate game, mm-hmm. you know, I, I truly appreciated that. And and so now I'm back in the collegiate game now. And so you had to be supportive of the move, mm-hmm. right? Right. You know, yeah. not saying that you wanted to be here, you know, right. but, but you had to be supportive of the move. Yeah. 
just the same as I had to be supportive of your career, your career changes as well. Um, because I know at one point in time, you know, you, you know, you, you took another position and I was just like, I don't know if that's going to be, I don't know if we're going to have enough time, Mm -hmm. you know, because I felt like the job was going to demand a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was just like, I don't know if we're going to have enough time for each other, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so, but at the same time, I was like, this is something that you're passionate about. So I want to let me take a lesser role at the time mm-hmm. so you can do that mm-hmm. um so you know being supportive of each other is something that we we, we definitely yeah. you definitely have to do in a marriage especially when we're talking about careers because your partner is passionate about something they have something inside yeah. of them yeah. um a god-given um passion and and in and, and a purpose mm-hmm. and so you you definitely have to be supportive in that time period to be able to have these discussions and and help them to follow yeah. And, you know, I I will also say that there are different arrangements for families. I know, for instance, with if, if you have two people in a marriage who are very set on their career paths and don't want to um, divert right. in any kind of way, like I, I want to stay on this path. Right. Then, I, you know, and I've, I have heard of couples that are, you know, like, oh, yeah, we we lived in two different states for five years until this happened and that. And it, it worked for them. I will say this. I caution anybody who looks at somebody else's life and says, oh, we could do that, too, because you don't really understand or know what that means for you, like, right. because it has to be about your needs, what you desire. And I know we entertained it at one point. It was kind of like, oh, well, what if you stay here and then I go there? And then then I'm like, nah, because we, you know, in our last episode, we talked about your love language Mm -hmm. and both high on both of our lists is quality time. So if we decide to do something like that, then at some point, very soon, we're both going to feel like we're not being loved. You know, we're not going to feel the love because we're not able to spend that time together. So that's just something to consider. But uh, I think it, you know, talking about that divide and how do we support each other, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to roll us into something very practical, which is taking care of the house, you know, like household chores, right? (laughs) That is something that we have to do together. You know, like it can't be. And I remember feeling the weight of that at one point because Mm -hmm. I was raised at, you know, many of us kind of in this generation, you know, you we're like the last, (laughs) the last inkling of folks that were raised in that space where it was very clear, like role, you know. Rolls in the house. Uh, Rolls in the house where the lines were clear, right? Right. So it was a place where, you know, we saw in my house anyway, growing up, I know it was like my mom, I hardly ever saw her like take out the trash or something like that or or mow the grass like that. My dad's doing that. You know what I mean? Like that's his thing. He's taking care of the yard. He's taking the trash out. That's, that's, those are his things. And my mom's going to be, you know, cooking. She's going to, you know, be taking care of dishes, laundry, all of that. And so that was their way. You know, that's what worked for them. For us, (laughs) it's all hands on deck. Everybody doing a little something around here because that's just how it is. Not go ahead. Well, I was, well, I was raised 
uh, by a single single mom. So yes. I had to learn how to do everything um, because my mom my mom had to work to take care of mm-hmm. us. So I had to learn how to do everything at an early age, yeah. um, taking out the trash, um, being able to change a tire, being learning how to drive at an early age. Like yes. I learned how to drive in middle school. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, I learned how to drive a stick shift in, in yeah. um, middle school. Um, so I had to learn a lot of things at an early age, yeah. taking out the trash, doing the dishes, um, learning how to cook a little bit, mm-hmm. mowing, the, mowing the yard. Um, mm-hmm. Now, that's what's funny. I was going to say, although that was those were clear lines in my family growing up, they taught us to be well-rounded. Like right. we had to, all the chores were on, on the board. And we had our days where we would divide up. We all mowed the, the grass. <laughs> like we all did, you know, like it was that. And I don't know. I appreciate my parents for that because I feel like it prepared me for right. what where we are today, you know, because right. it's very clear that that's not a thing. And I did have a period where I was single mom and had to do everything right. Like I remember at one point being annoyed because. You know, it was just certain things that I had in my head right. that, okay, this is what a man's supposed to do. You know, this if my, my dad did this for us and right. I'm having to like figure this stuff out and, right. you know, just household maintenance things that I didn't expect to have ever would have to do. But, you know, it's just one of those things. But in terms of us working together, I think it's one of those things we have to be honest about because if you get into a marriage Let's say you're dating and you don't have these conversations or you don't have uh, premarital counseling and then you go into a marriage and both of you have very different expectations about what's supposed to be going on. That can cause a whole lot of friction right. in the marriage, right? right? Like right. a whole lot. Because I I think those things just need to be discussed up front. No, yeah. And so, again, because we were raised differently, um, my thing is to make sure that my kids know that, mm-hmm. so they know how to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we uh, f- first got married. Um, your oldest, I-, I literally started teaching him how to drive going as he was going into eighth grade because yes. that's something that I that's something for me that I had to learn early as a yes. in, early in life. Um, them making sure that they knew how to cut cut the grass. Because at some point in time, they're going to have to be able to take care of their own households. Mm-hmm. Um, taking, you know, cutting the grass, making sure they take out the uh, trash, making sure they they know how to wash dishes mm-hmm. um, and clean up a house and clean up the bathroom and things like that. So uh, for me, you know, that's something that I wanted to make sure that they knew how to do. Because, again, they're going to be on their own at some point mm-hmm. and they have to be able to take care of themselves. So when it came to us being able to divide up the chores, um, one of the things would be. Like I would cook, mm-hmm. I would cook for cook for the family um, because everybody wasn't at the house yet. So I would make I would make food before I left, and mm-hmm. when I knew that you all would be coming to the house, mm-hmm. um, and you would do the same thing. At, you would do the same thing. So we would take turns and making sure that the family was fed, the family was taken care of, um, doing the laundry. So mm-hmm. uh, there was a day that I would take to say, okay, this is the day I'm doing all the laundry. Mm-hmm. Um, because of your schedule at the time. And then I had a lot of more flexibility, a lot more flexibility. And then now that role has kind of reversed a little bit to where you're doing that, that piece because of my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. just making sure that, that. And I have more flexibility. Right. So yes. Just making sure that we are 
being supportive of each other mm-hmm. and um, dividing the, the chores. So mm-hmm. one, you know, so one person doesn't feel like they're just doing every single thing. So I think that that's a, that is very important in any marriage that you have to come to a place of being able to to divide up the chores. And I never want you to go outside and cut the grass. I actually like it. You know, like at times I don't, it's one of those things where I don't like it if I have to do it, but I like it if I want to do it. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a kind of therapeutic at times. So no, it I is. Know, I know you're very much like that. Like yeah. I got it. I, I yeah, the, yeah, it is because, you know, I, I like going outside and cutting the grass because it gives me time to myself. Um, yeah. It gives me time to just think and just be out there in the sun, you know, enjoying myself. And, and because I and because I used to have a um, lawn service company. Oh yeah. And so you know, I just enjoy that work a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So the you know, um, one right. of the biggest, my biggest pet peeves, is our next topic. Oh. Do not discuss work. When we're hanging out, <laughs> I cannot stand that. Oh gosh, that's yes. my biggest pet yes. peeve. Yes, yes, yes. I don't want to hear nothing about work when we are hanging out. Yes. We're here to have a good time. Yes, we're here to dance. We are here to enjoy ourselves, enjoy our company. Man, that just—oh my goodness! How about you tell them how you really feel? Uh, wait, I ain't—I ain't even got to that point yet. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> You go there, <laughs> man. I listen. It goes back to those boundaries that I was it's talking true. about. This goes back to those boundaries, man. Work is work, right? Home is home, right? When we chilling with friends, we are chilling with friends. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to talk about work at that. I don't want to talk about work, yeah, because I need that release sometimes. I need a release and an escape from it sometimes, right? And Oh, that was so many times where <laughs> where you you was hanging out because you was hanging out with people that did the same work with you. You know what I'm saying? And and I've hung out with people that did the same work with me. And there was so many times where I'm just like, you know, they'll try to bring up a conversation with me. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to talk about this right now. Let's just, right. hey, let's just enjoy the, the concert right now. You know what I'm saying? Let's enjoy the concert. Let's enjoy the game that we are at. Like, it ain't my game. It's somebody else's game. Let's just enjoy that. Right. And so, I mean, there were times where I, I would just be like, can y'all please stop talking about work? Just stop. Leave it alone. Leave work at work and let's just enjoy yeah. ourselves. There were plenty of times that I had to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, that is to me, for you, that's 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 a tough one. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's because he in his mind, I think, thinks anything that you're talking about is work related if it's got something to do with your passion. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like I'm I'm passionate about a lot of work that is um it's it's just who I am, right? So if it's about justice or it's about education or it's about you know mistreatment <laughs> right. Right. um of marginalized populations i get amped up about that and i hear i mean it's all around us it's like all the time around us and so i'm sharing that information but he feels like it's work related because that's what i'm passionate about so yes i do i had to like understand you know because i'll be like this isn't work like what are you talking about i'm not 
not talking about work with you. You know, like I, work is work. If that is, if it's related to my job and what I'm doing, I'm not talking to you about that because why would I be talking to you about that? But he saw work as like me talking about the things that he knows that I also engage in, like the things I'm passionate about at work. So, you know, it's just one of those things. And I, you know, we, I had to figure that out. I was like, okay, don't go there. Don't start getting on your passion box about these things because he will construe that, misconstrue that as like work. So, you know, speak the same language. That's another piece of it. Yeah. But you know, but because, but because that's something that we, we both do um, in our certain, certain areas that goes back to the stress thing like we we're not going to be able to That's solve true. all and the you, world's you, issues you, you help me with that because i will say you know like that is i i don't necessarily see how it's impacting me but be you know if i stay at that level <laughs> yeah. i'm just yeah. like yeah. This is this is enough. Like we have to do something about this then. Right. You know, you right. can't stay there. Right. So. Right. So yeah, so that piece leave work at work, try your best to leave work at work and be present yeah. at home. Try your best. <laughs> I I know sometimes you want to you want to share things, you want to share your day. Right. You know, this is what happened. That's great. We got time to where you can share your day. Let's debrief real quick. And then after that, it's over. Let's right. move on to family and enjoying each other. That's just me. That's what I that's what I no, that's really good. enjoy. And that's what I wanna want wanna do. I that's just one of my biggest pet peeves. Let's yeah. let's have time for us. Let's be present for us, mm-hmm. right? And for the family. And then we, you know, I think maybe we should end on this one, which is resolving issues before you go to bed. Yeah. Whew. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> because there's been many a time that I know I'm I'm gonna say I'm I've definitely been guilty of this where we get, you know, wind down, we're good, we're going to bed, and then I'm like, so why did you blah 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 blah? Or what did it, you know, what was that about? That's not the time. It's just because it's been on my mind and because I hadn't had time to like deal with it during the day. But that's something to like, okay. Pray about it, move on, bring, you know, talk about it when you can talk about it um, at a a better time in the, during the day. Right. So, um, you know, resolving, resolving issues before you go to bed, especially um, if, it, if it's something pertaining to, you know, job, your career, not feeling, um, not feeling seen or appreciated. Um, so you, you got you got to try to resolve those issues before you go to bed. So you got to find time, find some time way before you go to bed to be able to talk about those things, you know, to be able to talk about, you know, this is how I fit, felt today about whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, or I didn't feel like we had enough time together today or I didn't feel like we had we had enough time during the week mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and that, you know, try to find that balance, but definitely, definitely try your best to resolve those issues before you go to bed, mm-hmm. way before you go to bed. Right. Don't, don't wait, you know, 20 minutes before it's time that, you know, you're about to shut it down and then, oh yeah, let me, let me tell you about, uh, I felt not, no, that ain't the right time because now, <laughs> now you're right. both going to be 
tossing and turning and right. rocking back and forth and right. things like that. So no, you just got to find time. Um, and that, again, you got to be present with each other and you got to find time to be able to have healthy communication to be able to talk to each other, to be able to just express and articulate what it is that you're trying really and truly trying to say. Um, but then once you say what you have to say, let's end it. Mm-hmm. Hear the other person out. Make sure that you acknowledge what the person is saying. Make sure that you um, try your best if you understand or if you don't understand to ask a question, of, like really and truly ask a question about mm-hmm. what are you really trying to say to me, mm-hmm. right? What are you really truly feeling? And this is what I hear you saying, right? right. Like that's something I know I try to use is, and this is going back to like counseling one-on-one, but right. like I hear you. Okay, this is what I hear you saying. Let me say back to you what you said to see if I got it right. right. But I think, you know, one of the things, and we maybe can close out on this, but listen to what you're saying when you're arguing, whether it's verbally or through text or whatever, um, which isn't necessarily healthy, but sometimes it's easier to communicate that way. But if you say you're making statements like you always or you never, you know, just think about that. Like, what are you really saying here? Because more than likely, whatever you're saying after that is not true because (laughs) it's not an always and a never usually, right? And then own your own feelings. So I feel, fill in the blank, when you fill in the blank, that helps to make it more about how you feel about something that happens as opposed to, you know, putting it off on the other person as if they've done something. It's, it's, you know, and sometimes that is the case, but you need to convey how you feel about what happened. Right. And and a a lot of times the, a lot of times your spouse don't know that they've done something that, that, kind of annoyed you. Right. Um, because that it to them is it might not be anything, but to you it might be everything. Right. And so um like, like I, I agree with you, you know, make sure that you say those things. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, you know, mm-hmm. you, you you have to be able to express yourself openly in your marriage mm-hmm. and and say exactly what it is that you're feeling at mm-hmm. the time period. So mm-hmm. again, in our last podcast we were talking about healthy uh communication, mm-hmm. just having healthy communication. So you definitely got to be able to express yourself and you, everybody wants to feel like they're being heard. Everybody wants to feel acknowledged. Um, and so, you know, Oh, I got one, go one quick thing before you wrap up. The other piece to keep in mind is really checking in. Cause I know you did this with me and I was like, Oh, I did. I haven't asked you. Sometimes when you're checking in with your spouse or partner, like you, you're in a place of, Sometimes you can get into this wheel of getting things done. You know, it's, it's, you know, what needs to be done for the kids, what needs to be done for work, what needs to be done, you know, um, for the family in general. And it can't always be that, right? It can't always feel like that. Like you really do need to tap into like, how are you? Like, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Because I know at one point I was like, I'm checking in with him all the time. Kind of like, so what happened? Are you okay? You know, that kind of thing. But to him, it didn't feel like I was asking about his feelings about what happened. So you're giving me the occurrences, but how do you feel? Like, how, how do you feel about it? Because that, I think, deepens the, your relationship and connection. So 
Just right, because because yeah. the other person feels like okay, you actually care not about you care about me, right. not about the the situation. Exactly. You know, yes. so you you're asking me like you know you can you can ask the person a person how you know about the situation, but not really asking how do they feel about the situation. Yes, and, and for me, you know, I know in that particular uh, circumstance, I was. Like, how could you not feel like I'm, I don't even care about the situation if you're not in it? <laughs> so I'm like, but that that is that is something to keep in mind is that you're really being intentional about right. checking in with each other about how you're doing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to check in with each other, make sure everybody, everyone is in a place mm-hmm. of being healthy. That mm-hmm. everyone is good. Everyone is in a place of being able to express themselves. And just resolve those issues. So, you know, that to us, you know, those are some of the things that we have uh, had to endure in our careers and marriage so far. Um, and we're going to have plenty more, plenty more things that we'll have to discuss in in, career, in our careers and in dealing with our marriage and our family. Yeah. So I hope you have you you were able to get something from that and some takeaways from it. Um, so thank you all for tuning in and joining us. And we're signing out. Yes. Like, share, subscribe. See y'all next time.